If you're a solo agent wanting to scale, you need to be able to. So the big question is, what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate? To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to eliteagentsecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. Today, I'm joined by Sandy McAlpine. Now, Sandy is a co-owner of two REMAX offices with over 22 years of real estate experience. She is also very actively involved in the sales and training of her team, although she's not actively selling. However, before she stopped selling, she has done over a thousand transactions in Charlotte and Lake Norman, North Carolina. Up until recently, she had a smaller team that she has now expanded to over 15 people and is actively growing and scaling. She's also a Diamond Award Remax team, and she has earned over 10 plus designations. Now strap on your seatbelts because we're going to be talking about today with internet leads in topic number one. We're going to be talking about time blocking in topic number two and consistency in topic number three. And all of those combined, you'll get the tips and tricks of somebody who runs a top 10 Remax team. Sandy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. That was um, an amazing introduction. I appreciate it so much. Well, you you Especially... made it rather simple because you gave me the credentials, <laughs> gave me the bio, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I I've ha- been written up in some magazines and and had some interviews before, so that was helpful. But thank you, and it's great to be on. I appreciate being asked to do this a podcast and share my experience. I am very transparent as a team leader, as a broker owner, and I do also love training and I love educating. I probably should have been a teacher if I wasn't going to be a real estate agent. But well, here, yeah. here's, here's the good news. You're making a lot more money being in real estate than being a teacher, right? That and the correct. fact that you can combine both of them, it's absolutely amazing. Listen, I know you didn't get here overnight. 22 years, you've made it rather simple. You gave me the street cred, you've earned your stripes, but take us back to day one. How did you get involved in real estate and and how are you still here after 22 years? Okay, so I actually have four or five years of that 22 years experience working for attorneys that did closings. So I was doing about 30, 40 closings a month for a real estate attorney. And also in that experience, I worked at two of the largest banks in the United States doing loan closings and anywhere from funding to um, processing to credit signing. So I had a lot of experience in the real estate industry before I got licensed. But when I did, um, I, I did get the license upon encouragement from someone in my life at the time. And I went ahead and went for it. And I passed the exam quickly with flying colors. I got very excited and motivated during the course. And I went ahead and got my broker in charge license and opened up an an LLC business and went around. And I really took it seriously. I was working another job at the time, but I went around and interviewed several brokerages. And I found a really good fit at REMAX. 
And I've been Raymax mainly all of my career, except for a brief stint where I actually owned my own boutique brokerage for about four years. Wow. Well, that's not a brief second. That that's, that's a substantial <laughs> amount of time. Um, In the span of this, all these years, though, it was it was like a quick. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So year one, you got into business. Do you remember how many transactions you've did, and then year two and year three? Yes, I was a rookie agent. I did about three and a half million my first year, and I I think the reason why I did so well was just because of my hustle. I was so scared. I grew up, and we talked about this before the podcast, I grew up in Dania, Florida, a really nasty area at the time, didn't have a lot of money, didn't have a parents with a safety net. And I was working a full-time job. I didn't have a lot of time to put into the real estate career. So when I did, I hustled hard. I did it all. I did open houses. I flyered neighborhoods. I joined the Builders Association, all of the chambers. I actually put time in my own money that I was making for my other job into my real estate career. And I just tried everything. I even ran ads and I didn't have any listings. I used listings of my broker to advertise in the ads um, because I wanted to make a name for myself and be known. And I wanted, I was new to the area actually. And I wanted to get my business going. So I did a lot of things all at the same time. I wouldn't exactly um, tell a new agent to do that now, but I mean, I did it all. So I was scared. It was fear. So three and a half million year one, did you double the next year? Oh yeah. I did seven to 9 million the next few years as a solo agent, Beautiful. which is not bad. Um, I quit my job obviously after the first year, the second and third year though, I was, it was all me. And if I didn't make it, I mean, there was no one that was going to save me. I mean, I was considering, well, if the this doesn't work out. I could always go get another job at the bank, but I didn't want that. I didn't want to sit in a cubicle. I was loving being an entrepreneur. I was loving all of the relationships that I was making with all the groups. And, um, I was at about two year, two year, two to three is when business repeat and referral business started coming to me. People started calling me from my two years of efforts, getting my name out there. So that was, um, really critical I would say, though, right then is my third or fourth year, we hit the recession. Mm. Um, so I had focused on getting designations, learning everything I could. That's why I have 10 plus designations, because I wanted that like master's degree in real estate. I wanted to make sure that I was doing the right things for my clients, that I knew all of the best marketing everything um, that I could learn to give either a better customer experience or either increase my sales skills um, because I was never in a sales job before this. So I had to learn. And um, I think that was really critical to keeping me in the business. And also during the recession, being able to do short sales and broker price opinions, BPOs for banks kept me afloat. Um, and that's why I went and opened my own company so I could work from home. I also ended up having children, getting married, having children during that time. So it was key for me to balance life. You really like being busy, huh? Work. Yes, yes. I I was schlepping my babies in the baby carrier to the closings. I love it. <laughs> I mean, and showings. <laughs> 
Hey, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know, if you would like access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. Now back to the show. One of the things that you told me that you've done in year one was placing ads, you know, investing money in marketing. And topic number one is internet leads, which I think is what what used to be placing ads and internet leads, right? It was like newspaper ads and stuff like that. Now you're spe- you specialize in internet leads. That's where I started. I moved to Florida, no sphere, no influence, no nothing. I ran a real estate lead generation company, 100K in GCI in the first 100 days of me being in the business. And I haven't looked back since. Um, why is internet leads so important? Why are we talking about in topic number one? Because we definitely know what that entails when it comes to the conversion component. So I actually, on the side, a side hustle that I had when I was at the bank because I didn't make enough money for me to live the lifestyle that I wanted to maintain was putting cars on eBay and running auctions and taking the leads and running with it. So I was doing this on the weekends and on the side. So I had that experience working with internet leads and driving traffic to the auction sites. So with that being said, I learned how to write marketing copy for the cars. Um, I learned how to take phone calls to set appointments in that way. And when I, my second year in real estate, I realized I need to put some money into some internet. And so I started buying Google pay-per-click when it wasn't cool, when it was brand new. Um, Google AdWords is what we're talking about, but I started to have, I had, I I think I was one of the first agents in my entire office to have an internet website. Okay. My own, like my own personal branded site, maybe sometime in 2005 or 2006, I had a website and I had, I was buying internet leads and I was just literally taking the cream off the top. I was barely calling them, barely doing it. And I instantly went to seven to 9 million like yourself. I I just was good at converting, getting people to meet with me. I was taking total strangers out in my car um, anytime, anywhere, any place to go look at houses. And what that did was um, it got me really good learning the area because I was new to the area, got me learning the area, got me meeting tons of relocation clients. Now, fast forward to today, my market is saturated with teams, agents. There's 18,000 licensed realtors in my market in my MLS. And they're all competing, just like, you know, you in South Florida, they're all competing for internet leads, for the relocations, for the waterfront and the lake where I live, um, you know, the, the, the luxury clients. So we've had to craft our game with the internet leads. We've had to change the scripting. We've had to get better at the phone conversations. We've done tons of training with Zillow, with realtor.com, And over the years, I mean, anytime I was given the opportunity to learn and to role play and to script, I did it. And now I'm putting that type of information and training on my team members to help, you know, make them better with internet leads. Was there anything specific that you've done that you attributed to duplicating your success on internet leads? Because... One of the things that I realized is that not everybody is as good as me or, you know, they're saying the leads suck or one excuse or another where I will get on the phone and I'll get to the appointment 
but they're not going to do the same exact thing that I will. We're not going to have the same outcome, not even close. So ALM, appointment, location, motivation, listening to the recorded calls and then giving them the feedback. And if they stray from ALM, they're just not going to make it on the team. They've got to follow the script. It's not necessarily, we all call it a script, but that sounds so robotic. It's not really a script like you're reading. ALM is first saying, hi, this is Annie with Remax Executive. How are you doing today? And they're like, I'm good. Awesome. I see you're inquiring on 135 Main Street. When would you like to see it? Asking for the appointment is critical right away. Do they want to see the home? Do they not want to see the home? I want to say some NAR statistic says um, 80-something percent of home buyers that come find you on the internet will use the first agent they meet in person. So our goal is to get the appointment. If you can't get the appointment for some reason or another, um, and you, you can offer a FaceTime video, right? You can go tour the property and FaceTime it. Let's say that they're not even, they just have questions. They're not ready to look. They might be somewhere else, or maybe that house is sold. Um, the next two ways that the script should go would be location and motivation. Are you, what other homes are you looking at? Are you interested in? What areas, what cities? I see that you're looking at, you know, Charlotte, but are you willing to go look at other areas? And when is your time frame? What is the reason you're moving? Like, why are you moving? Why are you looking at Zillow? Or why are you looking at Realtor.com or Google for houses? What is interested for you to make a move? Like, what's, you know, what, what about it? And so when I train new agents, of course, they screw up the first few phone calls. They forget A or L or M or all three. Um, they get caught up in being steered in the phone call about somebody wanting to know if the house has a window in the bathroom on the second floor or whatever. And so I say, look, you're not a door opener. You're a consultant. You're not an order taker. And you're not a Google help desk for someone that's calling, the, you know, that you're calling. You are trying to figure out how you can help them. Once that clicks in a new agent's mind, once they follow ALM and they don't mess up and we role play, we practice and we stump each other once a week. Once that clicks, they're fine. They rarely mess up. Yeah, I, I think the hardest part is getting somebody on the phone. The second hardest part is knowing what to do when you get there. And the third is knowing how to transition into the next step. I kind of break it down into three phases here, right? So initially, let's even take a step further back. Are you doing Facebook ads, Google ads? So I used to do anything and everything, right? <laughs> and I used to do any kind of lead, funnel leads, clickbait, you know, all of that. But I realized I'm going to burn my team out. Those leads are cheap. They're less than a dollar, some of them, like whatever. I decided to go for the, the gold. I provide leads that are $20, $30, $60 a piece, plus, plus, plus. And you know, Zillow, when I used to pay for it, those leads were $250 a piece, $220. And so um, I, I didn't want, I don't want those spammy type of leads so I don't do a lot of social ads as much anymore. I do retarget my own database, 
But I also um, buy Google pay-per-click mainly, Google LSA and Zillow Flex, which is what my team is now, which is a referral program. So we pay Zillow referral fee um, after at the closing. But other than that, um, I backed off of a ton of those, those types of leads that you get from all the different sources because I want the quality of lead to be higher. I want the answer rate to go up because to be honest with you, real estate agents are not either salespeople. They're not really going to love being glued to a desk to make um, two hours of phone calls every day. It's not really something they're interested in. Um, so I wanted I want their experience to be good, just like the consumer experience. I want the consumer to know they're being called. So on my website, when they are putting their information in, um, they actually are filling out a questionnaire. It's like a filtration. So I'm filtering out the people that are serious. And I'm not even giving the not serious people opportunities to my team members. I'm just cutting them out entirely. If somebody Yeah, you, you have to have some kind of buffer, right? Like an ISA that screens the calls and then books. So like when we're doing social, Facebook, Instagram, anything along those lines, the lead comes in, like I'm not sitting there smiling, dialing them. My ISA is and she hands it off. And then those people that have already shown that they have a pulse and they're semi-serious, those yeah. are the leads that you can, you know, hound and, and, and try to get back on the phone with. Um, and then yeah, we have, so a I have an ISA as well. Yeah, it, it's it's a must in this type of business. And if you're a single agent and you're trying to implement internet leads, don't go after the low slash mid price point. Go a little bit higher. Like go out of your comfort zone because naturally, if somebody thinks they can afford a seven hundred thousand dollars home, they can probably afford a five. Yeah, but if you I put out be- an ad for five, you'll get somebody in the threes. I would definitely agree with that. Yeah, that's what we're seeing. We've also seen that individual listings perform a lot better than generic shit. Mm -hmm. And then the seller leads are kind of like hit or miss. We get seller leads on the people that want to buy because they need to sell before they buy anyway. So might as well not overpay, you know, two times. But we can definitely target them. I do sell ads with real listings. Yeah, same, same. We, we, We do find that those are, you know... Carousel ads for us recently have been performing a lot worse unless the algorithm is changing. But like real, real, real ads with like real photos, real houses, real stuff that's available on the market right now, redirecting them to our site that they can search for after they opt in. I actually think I have a theory about the carousel ads. I actually think they're not doing well right now because there isn't enough inventory. That, that that's That's true, too. I think they do better when there's lots of inventory for people to shop. Um, And I think Zillow is feeling the same. I've seen some graphs and charts. And when we have more inventory, Zillow gets more leads, right? They don't have enough leads right now. They're they're actually shrinking down their premier agents. They're (laughs) shrinking down their partners as we speak. I mean, I I think overall, I mean, we have record low inventories, right? It's just Mm -hmm. what it is. But since we're talking about internet leads, those are things that are very time consuming and we don't have the ability to dive in into like deep, deep internet leads because we'll be here for the next hour, two hours, right? Because (laughs) there is a method to the madness. Years and years of experience and methods. Yes. But if somebody is looking to get started today, what's the biggest piece of advice on internet leads that you can give them 
if they're brand new in the area or maybe they're looking to expand and scale their business, how can they do that? What does that look like? Well, I encourage brand new team members in this day and age to join a team that has consistent lead flow and systems in place so that they can learn from a team. Um, I think it's unless you just have a big flow of money and six to months to a year to live on with your bills already, then you probably shouldn't as a solo agent dive into that, especially if you don't even know what you're doing, right? You don't know what ALM is. And unless you're, you're going to give yourself a master's degree on YouTube, watching these types of podcasts and videos to, um, to train yourself. And if you're ready to scale, if you're a solo agent and you want to scale and you want to provide leads to team members, because obviously if you're going to take on a buyer's agent or listing agent, you need to supply them with leads. And so I encourage you, um, if you're a solo agent wanting to scale, you need to be able to, in order to have a team member, you need to provide them with something. They're not going to just join you for leads. You need to also provide support. Um, so you might want to consider, and most coaches out there, real estate coaches, even the top coaches in the industry will tell you, you should hire your ISA or admin first before the buyer agent. That way, the buyer's agent is supported. Not only are they getting training from you and leads from you, but the admin is also able to support them in their role and also make phone calls and convert leads when the agent's out busy in the field. So if someone was wanting to scale first, they need to hire an admin. And I know some folks are really scared about that expense. You can hire someone from Sphere Rocket for $1,200 a month full-time. And then each additional virtual assistant is, I believe, $600 a month. So if you're, you have your business to a certain place, you can literally scale so quickly with the two admins. Big time, which gives you a whole lot of time back. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. 